If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We have definitely seen an escalation in the way that some of these protests have taken place um, and the way that these things have happened. If you go back to the federal election campaign, people throwing rocks at at the prime minister, right? That caused a lot of people to say, whoa, whoa, we're crossing lines here. Um, then we had the protests outside of the hospitals, and a lot of people said, this just can't happen. We can't have people protesting outside of hospitals, for goodness sake, this is ridiculous. Now, we've got people showing up on the front yards and the front streets in front of politicians' homes. Now, if you take a look at what's happened across our country, um, the chief medical officer of health in Saskatchewan has had death threats. Uh, we've had protesters out in front of Doug Ford's house. We've got protesters out in front of Jason Copping's house. We've got protesters out in front of Mayor Jody Gondek's house. Um, this is the level that it's got to. And a lot of people, rightfully so, including me, are concerned. Very concerned about where this will continue to go. Because it's not over yet. So let's get some insight, if we can. We're going to chat now with Dr. Lisa Young, who is a political science professor from the University of Calgary. Dr. Young, thank you for your time. Appreciate you joining us. Happy to be here. Yeah, this level of anger um, and this taking it to the homes of politicians, is that something brand new for our province and our country? Have we seen this kind of action before? This seems to me to be new to us, and we've seen a trend toward uh, this kind of protest, particularly um, in, in front of the homes of elected officials in the United States mm-hmm. over the last four or five years. Um, and, you know, it, in the U.S., it's, it's been on both sides of the political spectrum that, that the protesters have decided to do this. But here in Canada, it um, you know, my look at what's gone on uh, across the country has been that it's really been uh, people who have been mobilized around vaccination mandates and and the COVID crisis. Um, And and it's, you know, it's one political movement that has decided that their cause warrants um, this, this kind of action, which doesn't necessarily break laws, but it certainly violates what we can think of as norms. Right. That, yeah. you know, there, there's been this sort of common understanding that, yeah, it's OK to protest. No, it's not OK to take it to the homes of elected officials or unelected officials like the uh, chief medical officers of health. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like anybody that sort of they can focus their their ire on, they will. Now, it's not illegal. Right. I mean, technically, they're not breaking any laws by protesting in front of somebody's home, are they? I mean, they they're allowed to. There's, yeah, I mean, you know, it, is it possible that there's a bylaw infraction here, depending on where they are? Yeah. Sure, it's possible, right? There there may be ways to, uh, you know, use bylaws to, to sort of say, no, this isn't something that we do on a residential street. Um, but certainly there's no law that says you can't protest in front of the homes of, of elected officials. Now, when we take a look at the way this has been going on, right across the spectrum, and, and, and kudos to the politicians, Jason Kenney spoke out against what happened at Mayor Gondek's house. Uh, former Mayor Nahed Nenshi did. She did. It seems like 
I mean, maybe they're obviously being politicians. They're a little more invested than the rest of us. They don't want it at their house. But at the same time, it's not like we're falling into um, uh, partisan camps here. It seems right across the spectrum, everybody's saying, no, this is, this is not the way things should be done. Absolutely. And, you know, that's why I talk about this as being a norm, right? That it's, it's something that is shared across the political spectrum. It's one of those unwritten understandings of how we conduct ourselves in, in this society. And nobody is saying, you know, I, I don't like it, but I can understand it because their cause is just. You know, what we're hearing from uh, leaders across the spectrum is this is not okay. This violates a norm. This is a problem. Um, you know, and it's not, I, I firmly believe, and people are yelling at me on the text line about it right now, Doc, that it's not about the vaccine, and it's not about the mandates, and it's not about the masks, and it's it's just the anger, and it's the us versus them, and it's the partisan divides, um, and this is just the way it's playing out this month. And there'll be something when this is over, there'll be something else where, you know, it, it's us versus them, and we'll find something else to fight about. Do you think that we've just got a situation in society right now where we're so divided and we're so partisan that this is just the track that we're on now? Well, you know, that that's difficult to say. Um, I, I do think, you know, if we look south of the border, part of what we saw, you know, during the Trump presidency was a trend toward violation of these kinds of norms. So maybe this was coming anyways, even if COVID hadn't happened. I don't know. Um, and certainly when we look at some of the the cast of characters who are involved in organizing these protests, who are the spokespeople, these, these are people who we've seen sort of on the, the fringes of the political conversation um, in Alberta and in Canada in the past. But it does seem that um, the, the COVID situation, um, the, the imposition of, of vaccination mandates have taken a group of people who maybe felt themselves to be kind of on the edge of society and, and mm-hmm. has pushed them a little bit further. And so they're so exercised by what they see as a violation of their fundamental freedoms that they think that ends justify means. So we see an escalation of these kinds of, of extremist tactics. I don't know if you saw Dr. Fauci yesterday, but it fits into this. He was um, testifying before Senate again, or not testifying, but answering senators' questions. And he said, you know, he was talking to Rand Paul and said, you came on here and said that I've caused the death of 4 million people or something like that. And he said, not long after that, somebody was arrested driving to Washington, D.C. from Ohio. And when they were pulled over at a traffic stop, they found an AR-15 rifle and a list. He was coming to kill me and he was coming to kill Joe Biden because I had killed these people. And you told him that. I mean, is that the concern? I mean, obviously this person is extremely unhinged, but, um, you know, the protests, do we get to the point where we're starting to have more concerns about public safety? Well, absolutely. And I think, you know, we're, we're at the point where we're having concerns about the safety of elected officials, right? And, and I think there's two important things to pull out of that example that, that you just gave. One is about you know, the, the threat of this escalating beyond protests to, you know, a, attempts to harm elected officials or unelected officials. But the other thing is the importance of the rhetoric of, of political leaders. And, you know, we've seen in Canada, 
you know, somebody showing up at the prime minister's residence a number, a couple of years ago, you know, with uh, weapons in hand. And I, I, I do think that it's really important that elected officials across the political spectrum remember that they are sending important cues to, you know, people who are out there listening. And when they use inflamed rhetoric, right, that yeah, we, you yeah. know, sometimes think of as polarization, it is heard in some circles as, you know, a license to, you know, take this cause and and uh, escalate the, the kinds of actions that are being taken. And so, you know, this is a case where elected officials really, you know, they need to make their points about what to do. There's room for legitimate debate here, but they need to be careful about the, the signals that they're sending. I, I agree with you, Doc. Thanks so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Always a pleasure.